Thank you for joining me on Cancer Perspective today. Today, we're going to talk about surgery and radiation as treatment options. And again, everybody is so unique in their needs and options. This is a general overview. This is just to paint you a little bit of picture of what these options are in general. We're talking about treating cancer at this point. We've talked a little bit about surgical options for biopsies and things like that. Um, so moving on with surgery, just know that there's all sorts of options. That there's, you know, it depends on which body part you have that's affected. What are the expectations from this surgery? So let's take breast cancer. There's just the biopsies and that's all you need, or there's lumpectomies uh, before, after other treatment. There's modified mastectomies and there's radical mastectomies. There's uh, mastectomies with reconstruction. So that's just one body site. With colon cancer, it depends on where it is. Are you going to have a temporary colostomy? that while your body is going through your treatment and with the expectation of it being reversed at the end of uh, all of your treatment or are they expecting, nope, your, your colostomy is going to be permanent. Any kind of surgery, you need to know what's the point of doing the, the surgical procedure. If your cancer is considered curable, surgery is an option. If your cancer is not considered curable, oftentimes they say, you know what, surgery is not worth it. We can take out this little lump that we see here, but your barn door is open and that's not going to cure your cancer. So why put yourself through a surgical procedure that has healing time and side effects based on that, pain associated with the surgery possibly? Sometimes they say, you know what, surgery is not going to be an option as a treatment, and that's okay. It doesn't mean that you can't live with a non-curable cancer, but it does mean that there's a reason why surgery is off the table. Maybe it's off the table because of whatever else you have going on in your life. You may have lung cancer, but poking around on your lung with COPD might cause some more problems, or you have heart disease, and that might mean that you can't be put under anesthesia. There's so many things that go into it, but there's all sorts of different surgical techniques that are used these days as well. The most important thing is to talk to your team and get what they find appropriate for you, get the details of that procedure and the recovery expectations from that procedure. Because surgery is so unique to each individual case, that's about all I can say on a podcast, but maybe at some point we will have guest speakers that can give us more information on very specific types of surgeries and their expectations for side effects and recovery. Then there's radiation therapy. Radiation can be done in many different ways, too. There's traditional external beam radiation. There's proton beam radiation. There's gamma knife, cyber knife, and many others. In a general sense, radiation is using intense beams of energy to target and kill cancer cells in a very specific area. 
So if you think of surgery as taking out what they see of a cancer with the naked eye and a margin around that, thinking, okay, well, even though the surgeon can't see cancer, they'll go beyond the cancer margins and get a little bit of more tissue to assure that there isn't anything trying to escape in that area. So radiation is just a little bit wider area than the surgical site would have been or is. Surgery can be used as the primary treatment that this is what you get um, and we expect a cure or not. You can do it with surgery. You can do it before surgery. That's called neoadjuvant or anytime you're using two together, it's adjuvant in, in order to go for a cure. Neo is before surgery. You can do it during surgery. You can do it after surgery. You can use radiation with a combination of chemo and you can do chemo, radiation, and surgery, immunotherapy, you can use it to cure cancer. You can use it to alleviate symptoms, particularly pain. You can use radiation for bone pain to help stabilize bones that are affected by cancer. Radiation is, is a very effective treatment. Radiation is great for disease in the brain as well. So when you're preparing for radiation, you are sent to have a consult with the radiation oncologist. And then they mark you, or we call that a simulation sometimes. Um, and they put you in a position where they're going to treat you. Sometimes they use a mold to mold around your body part. Say if you have cancer of the breast and they put you in a position with your arm or arms above your head and they want to make sure that you're comfortable, so they use a what they will call a mold to put you in that position and then that mold is used every single day where you're so you can stay in that same position. They'll mark your body oftentimes and oftentimes they'll mark whatever mold they have for you so that they can line those marks up with beams of light within the treatment room. For your simulation, you are usually set up with a scan such as a CT scan and it's a planning scan. It's not your staging scan. So this planning scan looks at that tumor and then they get the physicist and the radiation oncologist and the dosimetrist together and they all come up with a plan on how to focus beams at a very precise point in your body. So each one beam coming through doesn't cause any damage, but where they meet up it highlights and paints the tumor or the site that they want radiated and to give the, the dose there. You can use internal radiation. Brachytherapy is, is internal radiation. That can be radiation seeds or radiation rods. It can be a liquid source as well. Based on your type of cancer that you have, your stage of your cancer and your goal of your treatment, they'll come up with a plan then about what dose you need and how to get that dose in. So radiation can be anywhere from one to up to seven weeks of surgery. You can do it all in one day for certain times, but it's more common to do these in divided doses or what they call fractions. 
if the goal is to get a certain dose in, radiation team will say it's going to take us 25 treatments to get this dose in you, or 36 treatments. So radiation is traditionally given Monday through Friday, weekends off, holidays off. The number one side effect of radiation is fatigue. And that fatigue is cumulative, where you don't really notice it until towards the end of treatment. You feel, wow, I'm really tired. And sometimes you're the most tired on the weekends when there is no radiation. It's just the recovery time that your body is asking for some more restorative rest at that time. You can get radiation skin changes, and oftentimes that's more about how close to the surface of the body is the radiation affecting. So someone with breast cancer may have a higher chance of getting red or darkened skin, can appear like a sunburn coming from the inside out. There's other procedures where you don't get any skin changes at all. Most side effects are temporary and are controlled. You may experience no side effects at all, or you may have numerous side effects. In general, radiation doesn't cause nausea, but if your site being treated is close to your stomach area, it may affect how well you tolerate food, and you could become nauseous. If you're getting radiation to your head and neck, that can often affect your saliva glands, which then affects what you can eat. That also can affect your overall oral health. Maybe your teeth then start to hurt. Side effects can range from expected and expected serious to, no, we really don't expect you to have any problems. You're just going to come in for your treatment. Each treatment in general for the multiple fractions. Each treatment in general for most traditional radiation treatments is about five minutes long. You're in and out of the building fairly quickly. If you're having specialized treatments such as stereotactic body radiotherapy or SBRT, that can take an hour or more at times. Your team will be very good about explaining exactly what is specific for you. Just know that no matter what you're doing, your body needs recovery time. So mentioning what your side effects are, good communication with your oncology team is what's going to get you through any kind of treatment that you have to go to. When you're doing radiation combined with chemotherapy, it is very important that you stay well hydrated because the combination of the sets of treatments at the same time, you want to make sure that, that you are allowing your body to recover as fully as possible and minimizing those long-term side effects. So that's another short discussion on treatment options. That's radiation and surgery. Again, so many more details when it's very specific to you. For the next episode, let's talk about systemic therapy that's going from head to toe to treat your cancer using traditional chemotherapy, immunotherapy, and targeted therapies. Thank you for joining us today. Take care and spread kindness.